When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Hour number two, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We're headed up to Minnesota here momentarily to talk with Dr. Scott Jensen, who was the Republican candidate for governor in the 2022 race. He is a doctor, and he is now being attacked, he believes, for political purposes. Uh, And this has become a real challenge for many different doctors all over the country. California, you'll recall, introduced a bill trying to dictate what doctors were and were not allowed to say. Some of you may remember I spoke at my local school board meeting uh, against masks in the summer uh, into the fall of 2021. It was a heated hearing One of the individuals who spoke there was a uh, doctor against the wearing of masks, family friend. She had a medical uh, uh, complaint lodged against her based on coming out against masks. Uh, It is amazing how many people in the medical profession have suddenly decided that scientific methods should not apply and that you were not allowed to ask questions at all. And with that as the prelude, we bring in Dr. Scott Jensen uh, from up in Minnesota. And tell us what exactly is happening to you, uh, Dr. Jensen, as a result, you think, of some of the political positions that you've adopted, including running as a Republican for governor of Minnesota. Well, thank you for having me on your show. I've been investigated now six times. The first four were readily dismissed, and it appears from conversations that would with the Board of Medical Practice in Minnesota, as well as the nature of the complaints, that these are not complaints that have anything to do with anybody ever receiving a healthcare service from me. I'd never been investigated in my career, but suddenly, six times, and this last time, they resurrected the fifth, 
uh, investigation and added on a six. I think. So let me let me question. let me cut let me cut you off there. These investigations would be precipitated by what? What does it require in Minnesota for a doctor to be investigated? These would be all over the map. This would be a scattergram. This is. I said that I don't think masks prevent you with 100% guarantee from getting the disease or transmitting. I said that cotton masks don't do a whole lot. I've said that kids can't effectively wear masks. I've said that we should allow treatment standards to proceed as they normally do, allowing us to use off-label prescriptions as I've done for 40 years. I've said things about the vaccines aren't as effective as we thought they were. The VAERS data program has more problematic uh, issues with this vaccine than all the other vaccines combined for the last 30 years. All of these were the things that were if you will, complaints lodged against me, including the way I listed my position at the University of Minnesota as a clinical associate professor. So you're being investigated for sharing your opinion that masks are not that effective at preventing the spread of COVID and don't work very well for kids? I mean, sorry to interrupt you here, but shouldn't that be the essence of what doctors debate? Isn't that the scientific method at its best? I mean, there still has yet to be any study whatsoever worth its salt that suggests that masks in kids for instance in schooling did anything other than distort the learning process this is crazy so so this targeting what does it look like and what is it what are you required to do as a result of this targeting it looks like and feels like a witch hunt. It looks like the Board of Medical Practice is being weaponized by people who don't like my politics. This has nothing to do with my professional behavior, the way I care for patients. This has to do with the fact that I'm supposed to have free speech, and political speech matters. How can you be a senator and run for governor and not be able to give your opinion on these kind of things? And I have been very data-driven. I've submitted articles with all of my complaints. So this feels to me really ugly is this has to be happening to doctors and i as as a prelude to bringing you on i talked about what we are seeing and hearing from doctors all over this country that suddenly the uh anti-science wing of the democrat party has decided there's only one permissible opinion on a variety of different issues out there um, and I'm sure that as you're fighting these battles in Minnesota, you're hearing from doctors not only in your own state, but all over the country who are having the same issues. We're hearing exactly that. Physicians are frightened to speak up, but more and more of them are reaching out to me quietly and letting me know, hey, you know, we're with you. And then we're getting donations, contributions, a tremendous amount of support. But frankly, uh, we're seeing medical schools participate in a wokeness. And the Hippocratic Oath has been pushed to the wayside, and we're seeing other kinds of homemade oaths that tell people this class of early doctors will be doing this and this and this. And it, it's just it's unbelievable what's happened to our medical schools, our collegiate programs, doctors who've been in the program for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. People are frightened to speak up because they don't want to lose their license. So when did this start? Like you've been a doctor for a long time now. Um, I think this is jarring for many people out there. We talked about on this program, for instance, last May, Stanford, which is an elite academic institution. All of the kids that were graduating from Stanford uh, Medical School wore masks at their graduation ceremony. Uh, That is not supported by any kind of scientific need. What? When did this all start? This idea that everyone had to have the same uh, opinion in the medical profession and that not only did those opinions have to be consistent, 
they're going to be zealously searching for outlier opinions and trying to silence doctors who are not speaking the exact same truth as everyone else. Well, I can't speak for everywhere, but I think it started in Minnesota in April. That was when I raised the question of, really? You're going to lock down these businesses and say they're non-essential or they're non-safe and these other ones get to stay open? Really? You're going to lock nursing home patients in a facility where they're basically being uh, consigned to uh, an ugly death? You're locking kids out of school? I was the one who, in April of 2020, I said, listen, if you're going to coach me to use COVID-19 as a cause of death when it's nothing more than a contributing factor or perhaps nothing even at that level, you're going to corrupt the value of the data that we normally tabulate throughout the years. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, it was two months after I did that that I was being investigated. So I think it goes back to then, but I think medicine is showing an unbelievable appetite. When I say medicine, I mean our profession, an unbelievable appetite to be woke and to say, listen, you either go along with the standard line or, you know, you're not going to practice medicine. And this is just wrong in so many ways. We got doctors all over the country listening to you, and I know they're nodding along. And certainly we have a lot of people who are not doctors, who would include me, nodding along with you as well. How do we win? How do we fight back here and stop the medical profession from embracing all these tenets of wokeness and insisting on uniformity of opinion on so many contentious issues which do not lend themselves to uniformity of opinion? Because as you well know, many of the things that our public health authorities told us were unacceptable to say or do were later proven to have been right while they were proven to have been wrong. I think we have to be courageous. We have to realize that this is about more than a single physician's career. This is about the heart and soul of our nation. This is about free speech and the First Amendment. This is about the 14th Amendment and due process. We can't let up. We have to continue to fight back and and be courageous. It's It's not easy. It feels ugly. It feels frightening. But, you know, the the definition of courage is not being brave uh, when you're not afraid. Courage is when you're brave and you are afraid. That's well said. And this, to me, became a big issue, doctors in particular. And I'm sure you remember this, Dr. Jensen. In around June of 2020, the American Association of Pediatricians came out and said schools have to be open. Uh, Kids are going to fail more from being out of school than they are in school. And then when Trump came out and said, hey, you know what? Yes, schools need to be open. The pediatric group basically reversed their opinion. The reason why I bring this up is, is there an organization? And if there is not, someone needs to start one nationwide to defend doctors and their the scientific method and your ability to retain your medical license, even if you sometimes are sharing information that is not the majority opinion? Are you aware of an organization like that? Because it seems like there needs to be one nationwide fighting for doctors who are willing to speak their minds. There is such an organization, and I believe its acronym is AAPS. It's an association of physicians and surgeons who have been strong and courageous, and they have been speaking up. Uh, again, it's AAPS. And I also think that if people want to know really what the some of the best science was, it was the Great Barrington Declaration written yes. by Budachar and Koldorf and Gupta. And that, that really set it right. And those people have been proven right. Dr. Jensen, how can people – I'm glad that that organization exists, AAPS. We're going to make sure we get that right. We'll share it for you on the Clay and Buck website. 
uh, for other physicians out there that may not be familiar with it. What can people do to help you in the meantime? Because I wanted to make sure you could share your story with our audience and also speak to many other doctors out there that might be facing similar issues in their own communities. I wrote a book and released it about seven months ago called We've Been Played. And it goes at the triad of tyranny of big tech and big pharma and big government. And I believe that tyranny, of that triad, is absolutely responsible for intruding into our lives like never before. And people can purchase the book at drscottjensenbook.com, D-R-S-C-O-T-T-J-E-N-S-E-N-B-O-O-K.com. I think people need to understand what's happening to us. And if they purchase the book, I think they'll get a lot more of my perspective. Peter McCullough wrote the uh, introduction to it. And again, I really appreciate uh, you having me on your program because this is what America is all about. Thank you so much, Dr. Jensen. Keep fighting the good fight. And uh, we will certainly be uh, putting up some of those links that you shared with us on clayandbuck.com. Thank you. Um, Man, this is, uh, again, when I come back, I want to play a clip for you that came from CBS News. And I think many of you are going to be shocked by it. Uh, I appreciate Dr. Jensen coming on. Did you know, I talked about this, I believe, on the Friday edition of the program. They're finally acknowledging that the rate of heart attack in, for instance, 25 to 44-year-olds is up 30% over historic averages. There was a 25-year-old Belgian soccer goalie who collapsed and died on the field recently. Uh, There have been all sorts of relatively young athletes having heart-related issues, it appears, at a level that has not happened in the past. I'm going to play for you what is the CBS explanation for why that is occurring, and I think your jaw may well drop because now they can't deny that these numbers are out there, but their explanations are pretty extraordinary. Uh, Guess what? I've got the MyPillow 2.0. I'm back home in Nashville. on the road for a week in Phoenix. And the MyPillow 2.0 is absolutely fantastic. Patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, but now has brand new exclusive fabric made with temperature regulating threads. MyPillow right now 2.0. Buy one, get one free for a limited amount of time with the promo code Clay and Buck. MyPillow 2.0, 100% made in the U.S., comes with a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square to get this buy one, get one free offer on the MyPillow 2.0. Again, enter the promo code Clay and Buck. You can also call 800-792-3269 to get your MyPillow 2.0 today. One truth revealed after another. Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. 
LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a pre-born network clinic, they welcomed her and supported her and provided her with a free ultrasound. Kelsey heard her baby's heartbeat and she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, a baby's chance at life doubles. Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Sponsored by Preborn. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit labradorenergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, When you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax advantage income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. It's a great Wednesday. That conversation we just had with Dr. Scott Jensen, it's incredibly important to recognize what's going on. In all facets of American life, the degree to which you can speak your mind is being artificially restrained. It's being curtailed. You know it, you feel it. I talked about it yesterday, and I think it ties in well with the Brookings Institute and what the New York Times and the Brookings Institute were trying to do to this radio program. If you speak outside the acceptable norms... You are a threat. Doctors who spoke out against masks and the shutdowns of schools were a threat to the idea that all doctors had the same opinion. You know, when I spoke at that school board meeting back in August of 2021 and laid out all the data, the same things that I would have been saying to you, I care about my kids more than anything in the world. If my young kids had been safer from masks, I would have been fine with masks being used. They were not. I was not fine with the cosmetic theater. I spoke out on behalf of many parents who felt the same way. And I think almost all parents now 
recognized that masking kids made no sense. Every single person who spoke against us was in the medical field. They were in their scrubs, nurses and doctors, all wearing masks, saying it was unsafe for kids to be in school without masks. Why were they dressed overwhelmingly in their medical gear? Because they were using their profession as a uh, as a bonus, as the legitimizing force behind their opinion. And they were all wrong. Many doctors knew that they were all wrong. But they were so afraid of the power of that doctor cartel that many of them would not speak out for fear of what might happen to them. If you counter the majority opinion in much of American society today, you are risking everything. That is, unfortunately, meaning that the marketplace of ideas itself is under siege. And that is terrifying, should be. Well, also terrifying is what medical experts are saying to explain why there has been a 30% increase in heart attack deaths among people aged 25 to 44. For a long time, they said, oh, this this is just make-believe. There's not more heart attacks. It's just anecdotal. You're just making it up. Well, now, even on CBS News, they're discussing a massive increase in young people, heart attack deaths, right? Used to be you die 25 to 44 of a heart attack. That's almost unheard of. Up 30%. Here's what they said on CBS was causing it. Might be more at risk or? We don't know for sure. And in fact, these death certificates are probably not even capturing the fact that they might have had COVID. They're really just saying, did you die from a heart attack or not? What we do know, however, is that younger people were less likely to protect themselves against COVID than older people, less likely to mask, less likely to take other mitigation measures. And they were also farther back in line to get vaccinated. So they were not protected with vaccination until later in the pandemic. Those might have been a factor here. What we so, think is that a COVID infection... Just, I'll, I'll, I'll cut it off there. People are dying of heart attacks because they didn't wear masks enough at the age of 25 to 44. Do they really think that we're this dumb? And when they mentioned the COVID shot, do you see what they did there? They said, oh, they weren't getting the COVID shot enough. When is the light bulb going to go off in many of these people and they're going to start to say, wait a minute, actually, maybe this could be connected to the COVID shot itself, which has been shown to create severe heart-related issues. Wait till that light bulb goes off. We're getting closer, but you're not allowed to say it yet. Going to get hauled for the medical board. Good thing I don't have a degree uh, in medicine. Most prepared individuals are the ones that survive and thrive in difficult times. We don't wish difficult times on anyone, but we do want to make sure that everybody is prepared for what might be a difficult time. Natural disaster. How about disruptions of one sword kit comes packed with good tasting meals, 2,000 calories a day. Purposeful as is the way these meals are specially prepared to last for years. 
Right now, you'll automatically get $200 in free survival gear with each kit you order. We've got five in the Travis household, $200 worth of free survival essentials. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com before the next disaster strikes. Everything you can need at MyPatriotSupply.com. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are tracking a ton of different stories out there. We'll get to some of your calls at the end of the hour. If you're still holding with us, want to weigh in, I'll get to you then. Uh, but we now are joined by Congressman Bill Johnson. He represents the area in Ohio that has been afflicted by this uh, this huge spill, uh, the, the train spill that is continuing to uh, to cause more and more issues there. And, Congressman, I know there's been a lot of details that have continued to come out about this. But for people out there that are following this story in general, what happened and where are we now in terms of recovering from what happened? Okay, well, good. I, I, first of all, Clay, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, look, on the 3rd of February, a, um, a train carrying um, hazardous chemicals, um, um, uh, vinyl chloride and some other chemicals, were, uh, were traveling through East Palestine, Ohio, and the train derailed. What we are hearing from the National Transportation Safety Board is initial findings are that an axle on the train froze up and the bearings stopped turning some miles prior to getting into uh, East Palestine. Uh, the axle uh, actually, because of the heat that built up, uh, actually disintegrated, um, and it brought the train, of course, off the track, and it led all the other cars off the track. That's what caused the, uh, the incident. Uh, there were 20 of the 50 cars that left the track, 20 of them, had hazardous uh, or uh, chemicals in it, including the vinyl chloride. Um, at one point, uh, once the accident happened, uh, I got a call. Not I, I spoke to not too long after that to the CEO of Norfolk Southern, the, the railroad company, and he explained to me that those uh, cars with the chemicals were becoming unstable. And as a result, they made a decision. It was, it was the, the best of, of some bad alternatives. They made the decision to control burn or control explode uh, the tank cars with the vinyl chloride in it so they could burn that material off as it escaped and keep it from um, exploding organically. Had it exploded organically, he said, inside those those tankers, uh, it could have sent shrapnel uh, for a mile. You're talking about serious uh, life, limb, uh, infrastructure, homes, livestock, uh, all kinds of problems had that occurred. Thankfully, that did not occur. Now, that's what happened with the actual derailment. The National Tra uh, Transportation Safety Board uh, Clay, of course, is still in its investigation. They said it'll be a couple of weeks before we see a report. Uh, and all I've reported to you here is, are the initial findings. Now, where are we today? I was there on Monday, uh, two days ago, and I'm going back again 
this evening for a town hall, but I was there on Monday. I toured the facility, the site where the actual fire and all the smoke and chemicals were coming from. I stood there at the epicenter uh, with the mayor, the fire chief, county commissioners, the EPA, representatives of Norfolk Southern, um, uh, uh, the uh, emergency management folks. And the mayor gave me a briefing, and he said, look, he said, for the most part, things have returned to normal, uh, as normal as they can be in a short period of time. The evacuation order had been lifted uh, when I got there on Monday, and the reason for that was because of the EPA finding that there are no uh, hazardous air uh, uh, tests. There is no indication that there are chemicals in the air that are of a concern. Uh, there are no uh, water issues uh, in the village of concern. The water and the air uh, are continuing to be tested, and they should be. This is an ongoing process, and those tests need to continue. Residents are being cared for. They, they, they come to a, um, a, a church, actually, where North, North, um, Norfolk Southern has set up their, uh, their kiosks to talk to people about their expenses, what they had to do when they were evacuated, giving them checks to cover those expenses and those kinds of things. So, uh, as of Monday, when I left, they were still cleaning up the site. There's still a lot of work to do to return it to its original um, uh, appearance. But as far as the the uh, the chemicals in the air, the chemicals in the ground, testing continues. But according to the EPA, the air and the water are okay. Now I can only take them at their word. I'm going tonight, and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll get more definitive information when we get there tonight. All right, that's a great explanation of the entire situation there right now. You're a congressman that represents this area among many others. If you lived in East Palestine, Ohio right now, based on what you have known and heard, would you be comfortable staying in your home? Would you drink the water as it came out of the faucet? You know, uh, Clay, that's a good that's a good question. Uh, I think there's a there's a uh, a healthy skepticism on the part of the residents of of uh, uh, East Palestine, and and I don't have a problem with their skepticism. I mean, you and I both know nobody trusts the federal government these days, right? Yep. That's a sad statement, but that's the truth. Um, but but. I mean, the, the, the EPA and the state EPA are the ones that are responsible for enforcing and testing and making sure that the Clean Air Act, the parameters associated with the Clean Air Act and the Clean Water Act are adhered to. They are the ones that have the experts that make that determination. I mean, that's as high up the ladder as it goes. So I don't think we... Take their word for it in the sense that we say, okay, deal's done, must be okay. I would insist on continued testing for a while. Here's an example of that. The water is not just being tested by the EPA. The uh, city, or I'm sorry, the village of East Palestine has its own village water system, and they have their own system of testing their water, and they've been doing that for years, right? So, 
when I asked the mayor about that, because I asked him a very similar question, he said, Bill, we're not taking anybody else's word for it. We've got our people testing our water, and our people have a vested interest in this because guess what? they got to drink the water. So I'm telling you that, that what I'm being told is that the people there, uh, the officials that are running the operation, the mayor, uh, the, uh, the, the water system people, uh, they are convinced that these tests are showing that they don't have anything to worry about. But now back to your original question. Uh, I, I think if I had that kind of information, uh, I, I might not return back there if I've got an infant, you know, that's got to drink formula that's, uh, um, that's the, uh, you know, that you put formula in and you shake it up. Uh, you know, I, I would have a healthy sense of skepticism. That's why I went to um, uh, Norfolk Southern. And I said, look, explain to me how you came up with this one-mile uh, evacuation area. What happens if somebody lives at 1.1 mile right. and they can smell this stuff in their home and they are concerned about their water? Who's going to help them get their stuff tested and make sure it's safe? And, uh, and so I've gone back to, to Norfolk Southern asking them to expand their, their assistance program to the entire village of East Palestine, because everybody has the right to to have their questions answered, and we should not minimize or or just simply dismiss any question and any concern that any resident of that uh, of that community has. Should the Biden administration, in particular, our transportation secretary, Mayor Pete? Should they have been more proactive in discussing this situation? Should they be directly on the ground in terms of the transportation secretary himself, in your mind? Well, I think so. Uh, I certainly think so. I th- if I were the transportation secretary, I would be. I mean, uh, you know, that's, that's what, uh, that's what the, the pointed end of the spear does when you're in a leadership role like that. I really haven't heard uh, Secretary Buttigieg I haven't heard Mayor Pete talk about this unless he's asked a question about it. I haven't heard him come out and make a statement about it. And I can tell you what, uh, Clay, he has not called me to ask me what's going on. Does that strike you as strange that he wouldn't call the congressman who represents this area since he's the transportation secretary? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I call that I call that failed leadership. Yeah. Well, Congressman, we appreciate your time. You said you're going to be uh, in the community of East Palestine again tonight? Yes. My my concern, my focus right now is focusing on the needs and concerns of, of the people that I represent there in East Palestine. Thank you so much, Congressman. And uh, will you please reach out to us again if there's more information you want to get out or something changes on this story? We appreciate uh, you making the time for us today because we've gotten so many questions uh, about this. And unlike the transportation secretary, my first thought was, hey, let's reach out to the to the guy who represents this area and talk to him about it. Yeah, I, I think right now, if if I lived in East Palestine, I'd probably return to my home. Play. Uh, you know, I, I I think based on what I got from the mayor uh, and, and the, the boots on the ground there, uh, I think significant progress has been made to um, to make sure that it's environmentally safe. Not stopping the testing, shouldn't stop the testing. It's an ongoing process, 
but but I'm convinced that it's in a positive place. No doubt, Congressman Bill Johnson. We appreciate you for all that information, and uh, and and maybe we'll talk to you again soon as this story continues to develop. Okay, thanks a lot, buddy. Thank you. It's pretty strong language there, I would say, about Mayor Pete and his failure. We'll discuss that a bit more. Take some of your calls when we come back to close out hour number two. But I want to tell you, if you've got kids in school, like we do in this house. You're probably concerned about the education your kids are receiving. If you're past that stage of life, however, you're probably still interested in what your grandkids are learning. No surprise, our friends at Hillsdale College have a free resource for you in this regard. This is the college, by the way, provided more than 100 charter schools in this nation with an incredible array of teaching materials. In doing so, kids are being taught the accurate history of our nation, of how freedoms came to be, in addition to all the classic reading and writing skills they certainly still need today. President of Hillsdale College, Dr. Larry Arn, has spoken and written on this topic hundreds of times. His words are now contained in the most recent issue of the college's monthly publication, Imprimus. He understands the importance of education to the future of the country, and right now, you can receive... 10 free print copies of this most recent issue of Imprimus entitled Education as a Battleground. With Hillsdale College, you can make a difference by distributing these copies of Imprimus to friends in your community. Claim your 10 free copies of Education as a Battleground by visiting clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. That's clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Use your CNB 24-7 subscription to get access to the guys. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. No surprise, but do you know the number of abortions in states where it's deemed legal have increased since the overturning of Roe versus Wade? Sadly, unborn babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's where preborn steps in. Preborn introduces moms to their precious babies through ultrasound. When a mom in crisis hears her baby's heartbeat and sees her or him on ultrasound, she is twice as likely to choose life. Preborn has rescued hundreds of thousands of babies' lives, and their network of clinics are located in the highest abortion states, standing strong for moms in crisis and the most vulnerable preborn babies. Five ultrasounds are just $140, helping to rescue five babies. Preborn relies on donations from us. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck sponsored by preborn. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience, and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. 
Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, conversation with Bill Johnson. Thanks to Allie for getting that set up. Unlike your Department of Transportation, when I hear that there is a major issue that many of you out there care about, uh, and certainly we're talking about the train derailment and the subsequent pollution impact in East Palestine, Ohio, has not gotten a great deal of media attention. And my initial thought is not for me to come on and talk about it uh, as much as I might have read about it. I want to go direct to the source and find out what the -the on-the-ground information is And I thought Congressman Bill Johnson was really good at explaining that entire situation in the event that many of you did not know it. And I am, I know I shouldn't be stunned at the incompetence, but the nation's transportation secretary hasn't taken the time to place a call to the congressman who represents East Palestine, Ohio, to offer his assistance to discuss the issue with him at all. I mean, I just want you all to think about that for a minute. When when I hear this, and Allie can speak to it, my first thought is, let's reach out to the congressman who represents that area and see if we can get him or her on. My very first thought, I am not transportation secretary. I'm not claiming to be a genius of transportation like Mayor Pete. But I do understand basic communication. And my first thought when we're going to talk about this is, let's get the congressman on. What does it say that this radio show called to reach the congressman and the actual transportation secretary still hasn't done that? Not to mention that he hasn't put his feet on the ground and actually been in this community, which is also something I think that I would do. And again, it wouldn't be that difficult of a decision to make. I used to argue on my old sports shows that so much of life could be summed up by just JBN, just be normal. You don't need to be a genius. Just do what a normal person would do, right? I'm always in that, always in my head. Maybe I'm just super normal, like the most normal person on the planet. I just think, hey, just do normal stuff. Big train derailment. You're the transportation secretary. People are terrified. 
call the congressman, maybe take a trip there. You have your own planes. You have access to a fleet to be able to get there. I really think that I could probably get elected president of the United States right now on the platform of JBN. I'm just going to be normal. Speaking of just being normal, it's pretty normal right now for Republicans to get investigated and then after years of investigation for the Department of Justice to come out and say, oh, by the way, no crime actually happened. The latest individual... Congressman Matt Gates. This news just coming down as we were talking uh, to the congressman representing East Palestine. Uh, the Department of Justice, I'm reading from a Wall Street Journal news alert. Justice Department has ended its investigation into Representative Matt Gates without bringing charges against the congressman. Drawing to a close, a years-long probe centered on whether the Florida Republican had inappropriate conduct with contact with a minor. Uh, Gates's office said the Justice Department confirmed the investigation has concluded and he will not be charged with any crimes. So this is yet another situation where they leak the fact that the investigation is ongoing. They drag the uh, person who's being investigated through the mud. After years, they say there are no charges being brought. The investigation itself and the impact to overall uh, persona and reputation is the punishment. We'll discuss this and more. Final hour. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country, or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter in their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. 